What the fuck is up, guys? It's your co-host with the co-most, Sean Driscoll, and I'm here to bring you another episode of Point and Pivot. Unfortunately, this week, my co-host Nick Stewart is unavailable. He's sick. He'll be back next week. In his place, I have our Dallas correspondent and Point and Pivot music engineer, Matt Daniel, with me. Yes, how's it going, Sean? <laughs> my name's Matt. <laughs> super stoked to be here, bro. Uh, longtime fan of uh, sports and other stuff, so we're ready to go. Yeah, that's what I love to hear. Well, tonight we're talking about basketball, we're talking NBA, we're talking fantasy. Uh, we got some good topics for y'all tonight. Um, to kick it off, I want to jump into your trending up for fantasy, just who you have in mind that's popping off. Uh, off the dome, I mean, uh, from looking back within the next, within the past like two weeks, my man Josh Giddy's been on an absolute burner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been I want to pull up, yeah, pulling up uh, the numbers here. Let me get a look. Who do you think has been on the, on the rise? I mean, I've said it every episode so far, but that boy Sangoon, another triple-double oh, last God. night. I mean, he's finally getting 35 minutes a game, and he's really showing out. Bro, Sangoon, fucking stud, man. What yeah. round did you get him in? Uh, I think in our draft I got him at pick 101. 101. Yeah, you know what his ADP was? I think he was in the 80s, so I definitely got him at a steal. It's insane. It was definitely a steal. Yeah, holy shit, dude. In the last 15 days, your boy Shingoon is third in point total right now, averaging 57. Yeah, I mean, he's he's Silas has unleashed him, and no one's stopping him right now. He right. might be the best player in Houston at the moment. Oh, yeah, 100%. Are they still on that fat-ass losing streak, though? Yes. Yeah. They haven't won anything, but I could care less. Sangoon is doing his thing. Yeah, it's impressive. Do you watch uh, Houston's games? Sometimes. Not always. Just because it's Houston. You know, I, I, it's, uh, yeah, it's not at the top of my list, but I do, I do tune in to see Sangoon and Jalen Green balling out. Yeah, it's, uh, that's the thing about investing in a guy that's on a, a team full of cheeks, you know? <laughs> it's, it's hard to watch. It's a lot of cheeks on that team. They're cheeked up. That's why I, I kind of regret trading for LaMelo, bro. For LaMelo? Yeah, hey, you offered me Harden, and I was I was A-OK with that. God damn. God damn. <laughs> that's Harden's another guy. Crazy too. We, uh, we should jump into LaMelo real quick. He's back tonight after, uh, what, three games out? Yeah, just three. I mean, to to see the injuries he's been getting all year makes no sense because there's such freak accidents every time, it seems like. Yeah. And the last one, I mean, it was two injuries as well. It was his ankle, and they were saying he had a wrist problem too. Oh, really? Yeah. But, I mean, he's playing, but he's not doing well as of right now. He, he's kind of sucking some ass, but uh, hopefully he'll turn that around. We'll see. I think Charlotte in general needs to turn it around. You know, my theory about Charlotte, I think they're tanking for Wimby. Yeah, you could say that for a lot of people, though. You could say and that Michael... for the Spurs. Yeah. You could easily say that for the Spurs. Easily. I just feel like the Spurs are... Anybody else on the rise? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Fucking Anthony Edwards is going crazy. Has he? I haven't been paying attention to him. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing better than, like, he usually does. Like, I know he's a pretty solid guy, but I've been peeping his numbers every now and then because I'm trying to cook up a trade for him, and he's, like, doing too good to, like, trade for. Like, his value is insane right now, probably. Yeah, he's, if that's the case, and he's definitely a sell high. Let me take a look at what he's been doing lately. Oh, yeah, dude, peep his goddamn numbers. It's crazy. Oh yeah, fifty bombs, eighty bombs. Yeah, that's uh, you'd you'd have to offer up something real nice, right? So it's kind of scary, honestly. If 
the guy in our league who has him, if he keeps playing the way he does with his roster, oh, good God, you know, that could be an issue. That could definitely be an issue. Uh, another guy that I have that's trending up right now, and it won't be for long until uh, Halliburton gets back, but it's TJ McConnell. TJ has oh been putting Lord. up some career games. TJ McConnell, dude. He's piping me. Yeah, I mean, he's been putting up the best games of his life these past five, six games. Dude. I want. I honestly, I want him drug tested. <laughs> yeah, I want him drug tested because something's going on there. They've been giving him that good corn. Oh yeah, they've been giving him. Yeah, they have. They've been giving I'm him playing against him in fantasy, and he's literally busting me open. I mean, he's had a fifty bomb, a sixty bomb. I mean, he's he's been unstoppable. Even and- before that, oh wait, yeah, you can show more. Oh my god, dude, yes, I'm looking at it on my computer. He's in the past since the 11th of January. He's had one, two, three, four, five games over 40 points. Wow. And eight games. So five out of eight games, he's gone for over 40. Damn. That's, uh, yeah, with, with Halliburton out and Nemhard being day-to-day half the time, it's, uh, yeah, he's just had total opportunity and he's taken full advantage of it. He's been, he's been, a, a, he's been balling. Another guy I'm going to throw out there is Kuzma. Kuzma has been Kuzma. cooking, especially with no Tingus Tingus out there. He's been he's been doing his thing. Bro, Couple I had I had a question for you about TJ McConnell. Yeah, what would you trade for him if you like? If you what's his trade value right now? Do you think? Well, if you're stupid, you'll give up something good. But like, really? he's only going to be good till Halliburton gets back, which could be in a week. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's got a very limited window. If you pick them up off the waiver wire. Solid move. You couldn't have made a better move. But if, okay. if you're trying to trade for him, unless you like, you'd have to give up something good and something that's probably a long term option versus he's a short term, a week, two weeks kind of option right now. Yeah, true. I mean, but shit, even before, like before this year, last year, year before that, he's always finished to turned out to be a pretty solid fantasy guy, like 28, yeah. 29, 30 points per game kind of guy. He is a fantasy player he's relevant definitely no argument there this season his role isn't as large so it hasn't he hasn't had the same opportunity that he is like right now or in previous seasons do you think they would prioritize matherin over him absolutely i mean tj's TJ's in his late 20s and matherin's like 19 years old so it's uh i could definitely see them prior prioritizing tj's a great they're cooking up something nice in in Indy right now, especially if they make some trades, make some moves. True. Now I heard you got the poos for the coos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. I. What can I say? Kuzma's Kuzma's been that guy right now. Do you, you know, have anybody trending down for you? Trending down? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. My whole fucking team. <laughs> Let's hear it. Like hear Jesus it. Christ, dude. Well, I mean, it's been a weird week, right? But honestly, my man Lamelo. God bless you. I know you missed three games. You're trending down, my friend. He has not been produced. I traded James Harden for this guy. So he needs to be giving me, you know, at least 45 to 50 points a game. And he's given me in the past week 15. Oh, boy. Step it up. Yeah. He, Step uh, it up. I, it's just been a weird season for LaMelo. It's been a really weird <sighs> yeah. season. Charlotte sucks, too. Like, I feel like that he has no motivation. I don't think they're going to make the play in. No, no, probably not. <laughs> Last year they made the play in, so he he was dangling. He had that carrot dangling over his head, but that's true. Oh, man, like even right now, as he's playing, he suck. He's he's sucking. Yeah, I mean, last season though, they had Miles Bridges doing his thing until he decided to beat his girl. And then Terry <laughs> Rozier was doing his thing. Terry Rozier was hooping this time last year. And that's yeah, not to say he's not good right now, but he's not good right now. You know, he's not doing what, what you would hope he would do. No, not at all. I would say uh, Wiggins, you're trending down. Ah, the wig man. Wig man. I mean, because, dude, nobody – come on. If, just give me 30 points a night. And he's not. He's only done that once in the past six games. No. Yeah. One, two. Yeah, twice. Twice in the past six games. And then he's gone for under 15. He's missed one. Damn. Yeah, that's kind of uh, garbage. That's kind of hot garbage. Yeah. 
I, I have one more guy I'm going to throw out there for trending down, and then we can uh, move on to some other topics. But Quentin Grimes has been oh, yeah. terrible. And the worst part is he's getting the 35 minutes a game. He is. Uh, Thibodeau trusts him to be out there that long. But he just has such low usage, and the numbers he's producing are not enough to be fantasy relevant unless it's a 16-team-plus league. And yeah, what's he? He's a point guard, isn't he? Yeah, point guard, shooting guard. I think he mostly plays the shooting guard, but I, I, he could handle the rock if he needed to. Okay, so he averages twenty. But let's see if I go to the last fifteen. Let me see where he at. I mean, I've been watching him while he's been. Oh yeah, yikes. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. been a lot of a lot of teen scoring. He hasn't really done anything to impress. Yeah. I mean, that's a guy that's probably just going to be sitting on the waiver wire. Yeah, I imagine. He's scooping, scooping, dropping again, scooping, dropping again. Yeah, I mean, he really hasn't done much in a while either. Well, on to the fact that you are our Dallas correspondent. How do you feel about the Luka mural that went up about a week or two ago saying he needs help, get Luka help? What What is kind of the general vibe of as, as a Dallas fan and living in Dallas um, big basketball town. What What is the general vibe of what's going on over there? Well, I love that mural. It's amazing because uh, it's pretty much the vibe around the whole city is everyone here that's a fan of the Mavs can see that they fucking suck. Mm. And, I mean, obviously Luke is incredible and he's having this amazing year, right? And debatably the MVP, triple doubles, 40-point games, 50-point games, arguably the greatest line ever. Didn't he have like a 60-point triple-double? Luca? Yes, he did. Yeah, right? It's like I think it's like a line that nobody's ever done before. Yeah. And 60-20-10 game. Our team around him, dude, is worse than it's ever been ever. Like three years ago, we had Porzingis, Luca, and Jalen Brunson on the same team. And they didn't even figure out how to make it work. And now they're all they've all gone their own ways. And they're doing okay in their own and the other teams, right? But we're not going to build a fucking team better than that. You don't think so? You don't think there's no any way? Uh, no, man. Because I hear from the grapevine that Cuban is getting sued for like a couple billion dollars because he was part of this big, uh, whatever the fuck. He's getting sued, right? If he if he loses the suit, he'll probably have to sell the team. Mm. So I don't think we have the lowest payroll. Or like a bottom bottom tier payroll in the whole league, as far as paying people goes. It's like outside of Luca, I think the second biggest contract is like maybe Davi Bertans because they haven't even re-signed Wood yet. Like they haven't, dude. Wood's contract is up in like six months, and they haven't even made made a decision on. How do you feel about Wood being on the team? Is he what? Is he what I you like him? I mean, he's not a number two. Especially if you have no depth. Like, if it's just Luca and then the next best guy is Christian Wood, but then you have, like, nobody else, you know, you're kind of fucked. I mean, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie's good, too, but they're just not they're just not deep enough. Like, there are guys that get bench minutes on our team that wouldn't be on a team for any other organization. Like fucking Nilakina and shit. Yeah. Nilakina, you need to get off the court. Reggie Bullock, he needs to get off the court. He, he can't make anything. And I mean, our point, let's just look at our dude. The Mavs haven't won a single game. Or let me see. Let me just fact check myself before I say this. Mavs record without Luca 2022. L, 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 L. Okay, there's three more rows. Okay, more L's. Yeah, so they haven't won a single fucking game without Luca this year, dude. Well, I mean, he is the engine that drives that team. Oh, my God. And they're games that we should have won. One of those is against OKC, and they got their ass kicked. Lost by 21 points. OKC, every time they play a good team, even if it's a quote-unquote good team, they seem to pull it out of their ass and, and get a win. I don't know how they do it. They they beat, they beat whomped the Celtics earlier this season. They just beat another yeah. top-seeded team a couple days ago. They're not too bad when, for some reason, they have a bright future there. Now, yeah, I, they do. I wouldn't get too down on it losing to OKC because, for some reason, they, they're they not good, but they seem to be able to figure it out when they need to. 
they yeah, they're a good team, but but that's a game we should have won. That was early in the year. Actually, no, it wasn't. But you know, we were in the Western Conference Finals last year. The ex the expectation you know before this season started was to go there or make it even further to the finals. But that was also most people. I, I know for a fact most Mavs fans definitely felt like we're only going to do that if we resign Brunson, and we didn't do that. So you know. yeah, yeah, that's true. Now now y'all's big three is Dinwiddie, Seawood, and Luca. And that's a bottom tier. That's a low tier big three. And, and then as far as the team aspect, the rest of the team is garbage. Yeah. They're not even really that fun to watch. Like the only time they're fun to watch is, oh, you know, it's disappointing. We haven't even said the guy's name. Fucking Dorian Finney-Smith. Like, yeah. I love Dorian. I love Dorian. He's my favorite Mav. He's still a good defender. But offensively, dude, he's awful this year. Yeah, he's hard to watch. He's a hard oh. The combination of him and Reggie Bullock is not a fun combo to oh, watch. It's just not, and they're getting they're getting their cheeks clapped on defense now. Like they're they're not even. It's just hard. It's hard being a Mavs fan this year. I really think they're probably going to drop down. Actually, if, if we're going to talk about uh, playoff seedings later, yeah, okay. we'll dive into that. You think? How, about, how do you feel about the Celts right now? Oh man, I mean, what's not to love? You know, it's it's it's. I've been watching these guys since. It was Jordan Crawford was our best scorer on the roster. So it's it's just, you know, what's not to like about watching Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown drop 30 pieces on people's heads every single night? I, I, we almost have a I, an almost guaranteed ticket punch to go back to the finals because the only other people in the East that could be real competitors – I would say the Bucks and the Bucks have been there's something going on with Giannis and and yeah. Chris Middleton hasn't been healthy all year. He just came back. I think he's played two games. Jeez. He's okay. He's on a 15 minute game restriction. He's okay. Uh I'm sure by playoffs he'll be full strength again. But yeah, probably. It, it's what other teams in the East are really going to compete with them? The Nets, they swept the Nets. You know, and it's the same roster. Won a game without KD. Both teams have all the same guys. So what? What's? Why wouldn't that happen again? To me, Cleveland. Cleveland could probably. I feel like Cleveland's got the best chance against you guys. Yeah, I I agree with that. And I'm I'm maybe I'm sleeping on Cleveland a little bit because they're Cleveland and have only won when LeBron James is on the roster. But they have constructed something really nice over there. I have to say, yeah, they got a good squad. You know, they got two elite bigs. Which is why I think they would give Boston a run for their money because you got Rob Will, but I mean, give me Jarrett Allen and uh, Mobley over Rob Will plus Al Horford. Yeah, no, I, I can get down with that. Boston's Wait, who's y'all's uh, third big? Fucking Blake Griffin. Yeah, Blake Griffin, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> but then shit, uh, the Tatum and Brown are unreal. Yeah, I mean they're they're a deep squad. Uh, even even their worst point guard off the bench, Pritchard, is you know people want him. He's some he's a valuable asset in the league. Oh yeah, dude. Peyton Pritchard. If he was on the Mavericks, he would probably be like our fourth best player. <laughs> yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, for me, being being a Celts fan right now, it's it's pretty sweet. I have to admit, it's uh, it, it sucked watching them lose in the finals last year, but that, it's a learning experience. They he lost. Five. Steph. You can't be. You know, you can't. Steph, Steph, Steph's gonna step. Yeah. I mean, shit. I don't think the Warriors are gonna get back there. I don't either. I but you know what? I said that two years ago, and here we are. They have a fourth ring to their to their name. So, it's, yeah, you can never really count out a team like that. Boston's five games ahead of Philly. Oh, I'm not even thinking about Philly, man. They're not gonna yeah. do shit. They're they're about to get bounced in the second round. Yeah, I mean, this is around that time we're creeping into Harden's hammies. You know, giving up on him territory. I hope not. As someone who has him, I really. Oh yeah, bro. This is a he gets he gets hamstring or some kind of lower leg problem like around this time of year. Hey, so, speaking, speaking of injuries, it looks like Kawhi Leonard is completely back. It really? doesn't. It, it looks like he's back and back in action. He's playing thirty-five minutes a game. He's dropping 45, 50 fantasy points. Aside from the fact that they're going to sit him back to backs, it looks like he's. He's good to go again. I'm pulling him up as we speak. Little, uh, I'm fucking forgetting whose team he's on. I know he's on the Clippers. I mean, in, in our league, uh, isn't it? Lawson? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, pulling him up right now. Kawhi. Damn, he's 96 percent roster. Yeah, Dang. 38 minutes, 39 minutes, 35, three games. Dang. 
5062. Yeah, I mean, he's he's looking good lately. Wow. I mean, he's only missed one, two, three, three games in the past. Big chunk of them. Wow. Yeah, I, I think he's back. I, I don't think the Clippers are going to be making any noise come playoffs. We've seen them play together, and we've seen what happens when they can't play together, and I don't think they're going to do that much. Well, in the playoffs? Right. Really? Well, shit. What? What seed do you think? Should we talk about seeding? Seeding? Yeah, let's jump into the seeding. Fuck it. Seeding. Okay, word. We'll start. Uh, we'll start with the West since we're talking clips right now. Word. You you go first. So I mean, if I if I were to uh, really get into it, let me let me pull up the uh, the standings here because I don't have them, but I can definitely see the Clippers being like a a fourth seed, fifth seed. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. They just. All right, so right now, as it stands, the Nuggets and the Grizz. Oh fuck! I always forget about the Kings. They're looking the great. Kings. The Beam Team. Beam. Bro, don't yeah. sleep on the Beam Team. When was I the last time you think beam. they got to fire up the Beam like that? Huh? When was the last time you think they got to fire up the Beam like they have this year? I think they do it every time they win at but, home. But they've been able to do it consistently this season. Yeah, I know, man. They're fucking. I mean, they're oh, dang. You know, fuck the Kings. That that is why the Mavs should have been better prepared. Mm. Third seed, bro. I definitely have the Kings uh, as a as a dark horse making some noise. Uh, just De'Aaron Fox. He's he's having a fantastic season. Sabonis, just the poor man's Jokic. You know, it's it's hard to beat a duo like that. And then they. They made tons of moves in the offseason. They picked up Kevin Herter. They picked up, uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, Malik Monk. And Malik him Monk. and Fox have that Kentucky, uh, whatever you want to call it, link. That, Kentu- that Kentucky grit. Yeah, yeah. They've seen things that most people haven't seen just because it's Kentucky. Definitely. Weird so- place. I knew a guy from Kentucky. You know, hope he doesn't hear this. But uh, I knew a guy from Kentucky who was a – actually, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> but let me just say, this dude, there's something about a closet that he loved. Oh. Yeah. Oh, word. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> hey, from, from Point and Pivot, that's okay. Point and Pivot certified. Everyone love everyone. So uh, if I'm going to say my seating going into playoffs – I can see that. So right now, the Suns and the Warriors are sitting at seven and eight. Uh, that seems about right. I can see the Warriors climbing a little bit once because Steph was out for a while, and I'm sure they dropped some games during that time. So I could see them climbing back into some kind of six seed, five seed, something like that. Uh, the Pels, they finally got Bi back, so you know they're looking good. Yeah, true. So that's that's huge for the Pels. Um, I could see them staying at four seed because they were there without him pretty much half the season so far. Uh, yeah, dude, he missed 26 games, the son of a bitch. <laughs> that's that's as many wins as they have, 26 wins. Half the season. So far. If he can if he can stay in it and, and gel back in with what they've got going on, I can see them making some noise. I mean, yeah, he's a potential MVP candidate, I think, eventually. Eventually, sure. He can give you like seventy games of like thirty points a game, five rebounds, five assists. Oh my god, the highlight tape on that would be insane. So, other than the Pelicans uh, and the Kings, the Clips, uh, the Mavs are sitting at six right now in the, the West. And despite the woes they've been having and and losing as many games as they have without Luca, that's still pretty impressive to be sitting at six. Yeah, I just current form that they're in. It's going to fade away. So you see the Suns, the Suns have the same record as them, right? Yeah. Devin, Booker, Devin Booker's been out. When they get Book back, they're probably going to win more games than the Mavericks. That's and, true. The Suns uh, are, are kind of garbage in their own right. You know, it, it felt kind of fraudulent, the fact that they even made the finals at all in any season. It, it felt like there were other teams more deserving that year than the Suns. The year that they went to the finals? Yeah. Uh, I mean... That was a good run. Who did they play against in the in the Western Conference Finals? Wasn't it uh, the Jazz? I want to say it was the Jazz or the Grizz. What was that 2018? I believe so. Speaking of the Grizz, how uh, do you feel about them? 
You know, okay, so uh, should I give you my predictions? Yeah, let's uh, hear. Okay, one for the East. I'll do East first. One seed, I got Boston. I think that they're going to finish strong. I think they're going to, you know, close this bitch out. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. Unless, unless you know, Tatum or Brown get injured. Yeah, injuries can always happen. But yeah. as of right now, they're looking locked in. You know, I got the Bucks finishing at the two. They're tied with Philly and wins, and Giannis has been hurt. So, yeah, you know, Giannis gets some health back. Middleton gets some rhythm. You know, they'll be fine. I got Cleveland third. I think Cleveland's going to turn up. Spider's been hurt. You know, he's got a growing problem. And Jared Allen and uh, Jared Allen's been kind of whoa as the season's been progressing. He's been picking it up. You know, they got a deep ass team. Yeah. I got Philly fourth. I got the Nets fifth. By the way, fuck Philadelphia. Fuck Philly. I got, yeah, Philly sucks. I got uh, New York Nets at five. I got Atlanta at six. Damn. I think they're going to figure shit out. I mean, they're only two games behind the sixth seed right now. And the Heat, dude, the Heat fucking suck. It's time for them to stop. Yeah, th- their roster construction doesn't fully make sense to me. The the way they have it all set up at the moment. Yeah, I mean, they're just too Jimmy Bucket oriented. And he's, I mean, he's good when he plays, but I mean, shit, you know, Trey and DeJounte are going to figure it out. Yeah. And if they, you know, if they exceed expectations on occasion, like, fuck, they can, they can pretty much, they're set up to, to where they can pretty much beat anybody on a good night. Yeah. I mean, the, the Hawks are a deep, deep team. They really are. Ew, they're fucking deep. And waiting. let's see how, if they make any moves come trade deadline. You think they end up moving John Collins? Honestly, no. I don't think so. Me neither. They they've been saying that every year for like five years now. I know. I don't. I don't understand what's up with that. I guess you know. Fucking. A. I don't. It's a weird rumor. It is, but it's it's a persistent one. And I'm surprised nobody has made a move for him yet. Maybe the asking price is too high. Uh, you know what? I feel like maybe they, maybe they just don't want to move him because, like, you know, the rumor has always been that like the Hawks don't want him, or like the Hawks have always been trying to move him. But they give him lots of minutes, and they they play him in in crucial periods. Yeah, they gave him the max. They, uh, I mean, they've done everything to keep him there. So it, I don't exactly know where the rumors come from because of all the stuff you just said. You know, he gets the minutes, he gets the opportunity, he gets the money. So where are these rumors even coming from every season? Because it doesn't. Got chemistry with the boys. Dejounte dimes him the fuck up, dude. I've been watching hella Hawks games since I picked a Dejounte up in fantasy. And DeJounte feeds him in the paint, shit, like half the time. That might be the new Lob City, honestly. Trey Young, he's one of the best lob passers in the NBA right now. He's, he's got John Collins and Clint Capella, and to an extent, Onyeka Okongwu. He's just got guys that he can throw that ball 15 feet in the air, and they're just going to throw it down. Ah, it's insane, really. I mean, they, 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 the thing is, I'm sure Nate McMillan's a good coach, but yeah. I feel like they're one – Elite coach away. You think it's um, a coach thing? Yeah, I mean they just fold in big moments. I think. Only I think it's a mix. I think Trey, Trey's kind of a pussy sometimes. Yeah. Which is why they get. Which is probably half the reason why they got Dejounte because he's got that dog in him. Yeah, hey, that he's got that dog. Dude, he's got that dog. He's got that you know, dog. Indeed. You know, I don't think anybody's gonna question the amount of dog inside Dejounte. <laughs> yeah, I would. But um. Shit, I like them as a team. I got Miami in the seventh seed, which I guess that's a playing team, isn't it? It's and the then, at seven. Yeah, I think it's seven, eight, and then nine and ten. Word. Okay. And I got so I got Miami seven and the Knicks eight. You think the Knicks make it just by the skin yeah, of their teeth? Eh, no, I think I think the well, shit actually they would play. Dude, no way they would play the Pacers in the plan. I think. Yeah, the hey the Pacers, they hold their own against. They're sneaky, dude. And honestly, Carlisle is a uh, series machine. Yeah, hey, as as a longtime Mavs fan, you you know how Carlisle operates. Dude, he's a genius, low key. When yeah. he has the personnel, he can really work a, a fantastic game plan. And he loves young players. And the Pacers have a hell of a young core, and they got a bunch of good players. And fucking dude, imagine Halliburton in a series. Good lord! Once he starts to get a get in a routine against a, a, a team, one team. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god. We'll cut him up all day. 
Oh my lord, dude. He's probably gonna I can see him averaging like more than twelve assists. You think Halliburton's uh NBA starter this or a uh all star starter this year? Yeah, I think he is, isn't he? Did they they came out with the list, didn't they? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I was looking at it a couple days ago. I forgot I think he is a starter. I can't remember though. No way. I mean he's he's the assist leader. Yeah, he's the assist leader. He's averaging twenty and ten right now. He Yeah, that's fair. Total stud. I mean, he's, people think he's carrying the Pacers, which I mean, in a way, he is. But they're also they got a good unit. They do, but it, it's Halliburton once again is the engine that that drives. Hundred percent. Because since he's been out, I don't really think they've won all that much. Really? No, they've been they've been. Oh yeah! Holy shit, dude! They're two and eight in their last ten. Yeah, and he's been out for eight, Yikes. maybe seven games. It's rough. Mavs are three and seven. It's gonna be me. <laughs> well, the uh, Celtics are eight and fucking two. Goddamn. Hey, but you're on a two-game losing streak. That's okay. Well, hey, all that matters at this point is making it to playoffs healthy. True. They could they could win half of their games for the rest of the season, and I'd be content as long as they make it to playoffs. I I just can't think of a team that's beating them in a seven-game series. Okay, here's a good question for you. Sure. Okay, say Boston finishes first seed, right? Mm. Which team are you most worried about getting the eighth seed? Mm. That's a good one. Because I mean, I'm looking at the Knicks, the Hawks, the Pacers. You know, those are decent teams that could that could finish an eighth. Yeah, honestly, either the Heat or the Hawks. I'm worried about getting that eighth. Oh, Miami. Yeah, Miami. Yeah, they. Um, I Miami and Boston. They just always seem to go back and forth. It's despite the fact that Boston is the stronger team. Whenever they play Miami, it it just they seem to battle it out every time. Jimmy yeah, Butler just has their number, dude. You want to talk about people who have that dog in them? JB, yeah. Jimmy Butler is the dog, the dog of all dogs. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a Rottweiler out there. He there's I mean he just always has the Celtics number, it, it, and I don't understand why. Bam Adebayo, it, Rob Williams is gonna cook him all night, every night, just like he always does, but. When it comes to just all around, Tyler Hero always seems to turn up on the Celts. Hero's a bucket. Bucket, yeah. certified bucket. So it's certified. uh honestly, maybe the Heat is my number one team I'm worried about slipping into that eight spot. Yeah, that'd be shit, I'd be worried about that too. Be crazy though, because they that would they'd have to lose some crucial games. Yeah, I mean they'd have to slide, definitely. Uh, but it, that's not to say it couldn't happen because True. It could. It, it, but the way the East is right now, it could definitely happen. All right, let's let's talk some West. Yeah, let's hear your let's hear yours. Okay, I got number one. I think Memphis will finish first. Okay. Yeah, maybe not. I might I might regret that one. Let me let me ask you about Memphis real quick, just while we're on them. Do you think they've yeah. kind of become like the uh, the NBA villains this season? The past two. My Wi-Fi. Do what? The what? My Wi-Fi got. Little, do you think? Do you think the Grizzlies? My Wi-Fi fucked up a little bit. What'd you say? Do you think the Grizzlies have become kind of like an NBA villain in the past season or two? They're they're all young guys, but yeah. when they beat those big teams. They they make sure to flex as hard as they can about it. Yeah, I think I think they're a little divisive. I think veterans, veteran fans, think they're annoying. But I think young people probably love them, like fucking kids and shit. People in high school. Sure. New fans. When they're doing like the gritty and dancing and making all type shit. Would you would you make of that little uh exchange between Shannon Sharp and uh Dylan Brooks? Shannon? I mean they got T Morant in the cut talking shit. They uh they I mean I it, was, it was pretty sick, honestly. It was basically Shannon V the They should have thrown hands. I wish they did. Yeah, they should have thrown hands. They really should have. I mean, Shannon's Shannon's an old goat, man. He, and did you see his apology that he issued uh, on ESPN or on First Take or whatever? He, no he, way. he, he no, gave an apology, and it was a legitimate apology. But the thing is, really? he didn't really need to do that, in my opinion. Yeah. He, he could have just let it be. But that just speaks to the kind of the character that Shannon possesses, that he's, he would do that unprompted. Because nobody was saying, oh, Shannon Sharp, how could you uh, – yeah, turn up at a game and get in a fight with the players. Nobody thought, <laughs> you know, everybody was like, oh, they're just beefing. But he he manned up and uh, apologized to all the right people. That's a little weird, man. He's a Hall of Famer. He, he can pretty much do what he wants. Yeah, that, hey, that's fair. 
Bro, did you see the fucking size of his his arms? No. <laughs> He's a dude. Shannon is fucking ripped. Yeah, I ripped mean, like a motherfucker. He's in better shape than Dylan Brooks is. Like they honestly should have just fought. I would have oh, been he, sick. He would have. He would have ate Dylan Brooks for lunch. I, I would love to see that. Me too. I I can't stand Dylan Brooks. The T T Moran, old Mister Cool, Mister G Slide in there. You know. Yeah. Keeping keepin level heads. Huh? Keeping level. Who would you rather smoke a joint with, Shannon Sharp or or T Moran? Oh, probably Shannon, man. He seems really. Yeah. He seems a little intense. Uh, I, I the J would mellow him out. I think. Yeah. I you think know. he gets I'm more intense? Team you, know? you think he huh? gets? You think he gets more intense when he's stoned? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think he does. I think he gets like football PTSD probably. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I imagine he gets so high he probably like starts hallucinating that he's like on the field and he just like would knock the living shit out of me probably. <laughs> yeah, I can no Hey, I cut you off though. Let's hear let's hear the rest of your West predictions. Okay, Memphis one, Denver ah, I mean Denver two, Denver's probably a lock for one though. But fuck yeah, hey, they got Jokic, man. He's potentially the three time MVP back to back to back. Yeah. I mean if they win the West, they gotta give it to him again. But do you think the Nuggets go to the finals? Do you think they ever have a chance of going to the finals? I think in the right circumstances. I think they could. I mean, they have a good team. They got yeah, Jokic, Jamal. They haven't really been able to play with Jamal and then also Aaron Gordon. Because Jamal tore his ACL around the time that they got him. Yep. And so they really played together. He's been out a ton too. Right. So if they get everybody back and healthy in the playoffs and they finish at the two seed, you know, they would be looking at playing Phoenix, which they'd probably beat, or Dallas, or – Shit, even Golden State is probably going to finish bottom, in my opinion. So anyway, yeah, I got I got Sacktown in three. Right. You know the Beam team. I think they're going to finish. I think they got that third seed locked. I got Nola finishing fourth. Right. I got the Clips at five. I got Phoenix at six. I got the Mavs at seven. I got Golden State eight. Okay. So you're you're sticking pretty close to to what they what it's looking like right now. You don't think a team like the Jazz will sneak in there? Or maybe the Timberwolves figure it out with that cat, Rudy. You know, I think yeah, – no, nah, I don't think so. I think no. the T-Wolves will probably finish nine, and I think the Jazz – I mean, yeah, and the Jazz will finish ten. I think the T-Wolves and the Jazz will be those last two playing teams. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. And then it would end up being, what, Mavs and Timberwolves and Warriors and Jazz or something for the play Yeah, it'd be – yeah, in the play-in, in this scenario, the playing teams for the West would be the Mavericks and the Warriors – and the Wolves and the Jazz. Damn, that would be a scary matchup for your Mavs going in. Yeah. I wouldn't. Fuck. Oh, the Jazz in a series. The Jazz are so deep, and they're deep with guards. Yeah. And we are horrible at guarding people who can get buckets. (laughs) Yeah, DFS hasn't really been doing his thing this year. Mark Cannon, Colin Sexton, Mike Conley, even Rudy Gay would probably – fucking hoop against us yeah rudy i mean rudy's an og he's he was the poor man's brawn back in the day yeah i can't believe he's still playing me neither man he's, he's oh, still out there doing his thing here and there well some uh big news that is coming up and it's going to be history lebron is is fixing to pass kareem for the all-time scoring record crazy he's he's right on the precipice of it and the crazy thing is wow. he's more than likely going to do it against the bucks when they play really yeah, and the, the I how mean, many points does he need? Let me look. He's he's close. Yeah, he, uh, but the crazy thing is, if he does do it um, against them, that's Kareem's old team, the previous all-time leader. You know, and that that's almost oh. like it's scripted. That's weird. That's crazy. No way. Wait, well, how many points does he need? Yeah, I'm <laughs> looking him up right now. Math, motherfucker, math, motherfucker. It's uh, math, motherfucker, let's see. So he needs. He's at 38,230 right now. Okay. Kareem is at 38,387. So he needs a hundred and a uh, hundred. Damn, that kind of math. <laughs> let's see. 387 minus 230. He needs 157 points. Dang. Uh, what's the average per game? Like 28, probably. 28. So like he can do that in like five games. If he just keeps doing what he averages. Yeah, let me let me double check what he's averaging, but it's right around there. He's averaging 
30 fucking points a, a game right now. Wow, no way. 29.9. So he's right He's right there on passing that. With that said, is LeBron the GOAT if he's the all-time scoring leader on top of all his other career accolades? Does he become no. the GOAT? No? No. Is Kareem the GOAT? Fuck no. So what? Just because LeBron becomes all-time scoring leader, that doesn't mean shit. It's not just that he's becoming the all-time scoring leader. It's... Everything else he's done, he's gone to the finals what ten times. That is great. I you know I'm not going to deny that, but he, I, he he's gone almost every single year from yeah. tens. But part of being the goat is winning. Okay. You know, that's actually not, I'd say ninety percent of being the goat is winning. Like he's Tom not, Brady. Let's hear it. Tom Brady. People don't call Tom Brady the goat because you know I mean he does have every record, but like he's won so many Super Bowls. You know that's true. I mean Bron's got four rings. Gotta get it. Well, I mean, I think the goat is also very up to interpretation, you know, because like, not everybody unanimous, unanimously believes that you know Michael Jordan's the goat. And yeah. for me personally, I don't even think Michael Jordan's the goat. But I know for a fact the person who I think is the goat is is would most people would not agree. Who's your goat? Dirk Nowitzki, though. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I think in the in the game of basketball, if it's just we're picking up a ball and we're shooting some hoops, Dirk would beat anybody. One of them. Hey, Larry Bird has entered the chat. That's my goat. You know, a hey, shit that you have such a solid argument for that, even though. Yeah. Bird I, won what? Three chips. Three. Three chips. Three MVPs. Three MVPs, and he didn't even really have that long of a career, right? Like 10, 11 years. Right. Shit. If you take the amount of seasons that LeBron has played and you just apply Larry's numbers to that theoretically. Fucking hey, can you imagine? Larry would have like six rings, six MVPs, probably. Yeah. Yeah, he so. played. I mean, he played in a completely different era. He had to revive the NBA with Magic, so it was totally different. But I would with, say that he was LeBron is the goat of like the post Michael Jordan era. Okay, greatest since since Jordan. I feel that, but. At the yeah. same time, we've never seen a player do what he's doing at his age for so long. Since he entered the league when he was 18 years old to nearly 40 years old, the guy has averaged 20-something, and, you know, he's – no one's ever done what he's doing. No one's ever done what he's done. That's, that's 100% a fact. And it's – he has a place as, if not one, number two, as the best player of all time. I would give him top three all time. Top three, okay. I would give him top three. I think top two. I don't know, Kobe. Yeah, this might get me some hate since it's uh, actually today is the day that Kobe passed away three years ago. No, rest in in peace, Bean. Yeah, no way. It is coincidentally, Kobe. But so Kobe, it's a shame that we we didn't even bring his. It took us this long to bring him up. We're talking about goats. Uh, Hey, I will say, man. Shout out to Kobe. I think he's a little overrated on the goat meter. Oh, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Really? I think... Why? How? He's got five rings. He's got sure, but he also played along Shaq, one of the best centers to ever grace the league. Well, yeah, but I mean, LeBron played with D Wade for a while. Sure, but That's who would rather have D Wade or Shaq on your team? Oh, 100 Shaq. Yeah, I mean, it... 100. I'm not saying Kobe isn't a great. He is. But people put him in that GOAT conversation, and I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve to be there, but I think there's some other people that are kind of overlooked. Dang. Okay, on the spot, top five. Go. Top five. And it doesn't have to be in an order. Just Top five. I got you. Uh, Number one, I'm going to have to throw Larry Bird in there. Nice. And that that is my number one. Larry's just the best player that's ever laced him up. Um, you know, so Larry, uh, MJ is one of my in my top five. I'm gonna put nice. Steph in my top five. He's revolutionized Fair. the game. So totally Steph. Fair. Um, let's see. I'm gonna have to throw Braun in there. We were just talking about him. Braun's mm-hmm. in my top five, and then Bill Russell, eleven rings. Bill Russell, you can't hate on eleven rings. He might have done it playing against plumbers and shit, but you know what? He did it. Eleven that's, rings. That's solid as fuck. Who you got? Off the dome, I would go Dirk, MJ, Kobe, then LeBron, and then <laughs> Luca. Luca, yeah. Luka, yeah when it's all said and done, it's all said and done. He's probably gonna be in there. 
Dude, he might be undisputed number one if he can get on the team that can win some fucking silverware. Yeah, that's that's the thing. He's got only personal hardware, no team hardware. And that's, uh, I think that's what separates the goats from the all times. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's it too. And and you know what I've been thinking about a lot recently with MJ is like I feel like he gets too much credit for those that run where they went six for six because right. they had the perfect setup like they had the best coach in the league the literally even the best gm like jerry cross they he was like a piece of shit i guess but he was like the best gm yeah they went and got tony kukoc i think they sleep sleep on the fact they had tony kukoc at that time the nba dude they had no idea how to shoot i mean they had no idea how to treat these white europeans who could get buckets no they just didn't know what to do and kukoc was an animal in there yeah, I'm I'm really glad that you brought up the Euro boys because yeah, my right, next right, question right. is, do you think the European guys are taking over the league? Do you think yeah, in, 100%. in 20 years down the road, do you think it's going to be a European league or do you think it's going to be the same way it is with Euro guys sprinkled in doing their thing, but primarily Americans? No, I think it depends on development. I think, you know, the G League kind of doesn't really help people uh, develop into elite players, or is it just a way for the NBA to make money? You could definitely make an argument that the G League is beneficial. Pascal Siakam, he's a G League, a G League guy. guy, but he's not. He's 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 an international player. Yeah, he is, but I think he was in the G League too. Yeah, I don't. But he's he's not a European guy. I'm talking the Euro boys. Some of the Jokic, the Lucas, Jokic, Luca, Sabonis, Giannis. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking those guys. Because those those dudes are the face of the NBA right now. It, it, even if people don't want to admit it, those are the faces of the NBA. Oh, 100 percent. So I I could definitely I could definitely see the Euro guys taking over a large portion of the NBA in the coming years. Luca, I mean, Luca said it best. It's easier to score here in the U.S. than it is over there. The spacing is different. The style yeah. of play is different. Everything's different, and it's almost the the rules here promote buckets. The rules here promote defense. Yeah, there's no five-second call. People can yeah. stand in the paint as long as they want. Yep. Or a no, defensive three-second, I think. No, they, there's a three-second call if you're just chilling in the paint. But in your well, Europe, Europe, there's not, though. Right. It's totally – it's different. That's crazy. How could, how could you even score – imagine if that wasn't in the NBA, though. Fucking, like, Rudy and Cat would just sit in the paint all day. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's definitely a good rule that we have it. I'm I'm not upset that it's a rule. It's, it's one we need. Otherwise, we'd still be sitting in the in the big man era, just posted up below. I, I can't hear you. You got to scoot up a little bit. I think this is going to be a goaded season. Yeah, I, I think this, this might be an all-time season, especially with teams like the Kings after a, what, 16-year playoff drought? It's crazy. They're well on their way. Who was on their team last time they made the playoffs? Mike Mike Bibby, Stojakovic, I think I think, uh, and then there was one more guy they had. Uh, he he was a big. He was a big. I can't I can't recall his name. Two thousand five, two thousand six. Oh, they had Metta World Peace. Oh, they did. I didn't know that. Mike Bibby, Francisco Garcia, Kevin Martin, Brad Miller. You're talking about Vitali Poton Panko. Poton Pinko. No, I'm not. Well, I might be thinking you're not because. Today's I might be player thinking the older squad. Huh? I might be thinking of the older squad where the ref cheated them out of going to the finals or winning the finals. I can't remember which it is. Well, on today's player profile, I have Vitaly Potapinko. He was born March 21st, 1975 in Kiev, Ukraine, Ooh. which would make him Ukrainian. Mm. He's 6'10", and he weighs 280 pounds. Okay. What kind of stats did he put up? <laughs> we have his background. What did he do? With you the know, I was just going to leave it at height okay. and weight. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> he uh, averaged five points a game. He okay. had a .01 three-point percentage. Word. And, you know, he played he played a decent decently long career. Played like ten years. It's so by Charlie Potent Pinko, this one's for you, pal. Hey, this episode's dedicated to Vitoli Potent Pinko. Yep, nailed it. 
Shout out Potempinko. You know what? Should I pull it? Oh, wait. It's audio only, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead and everyone just Google Potempinko. <laughs> you know how to spell it. Don't worry about yeah. it. He's a, he's a lovely looking lovely looking guy. Go ahead and hit him up and tell give him you love him. Give him your love. Let him know. We're thinking about him. Right. Write him a letter. <laughs> ask him ask him what his favorite groceries are. Purchase them for him. <laughs> and then go about your business. Maybe one of the goats. We might have left him off, but we'll cover that another time. Uh, Rui to the Lakers, very first game out there. He got 22 minutes, had 12 points, six boards. He looked pretty good. I can't, I can't see. Oh, man. Oh, he was a Celt. Oh, he was a Celtic, yeah. Hey, Totem Finko, yeah. big-time okay. Celtic guy. Big time. Big okay. Time. Uh, were you able to catch any of Rui's game or see any of the highlights? I mean, it's pretty much the same, Rui. Yeah. Just on the Lakers. Yeah, right. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't move the needle. I don't think they're gonna even be a play in team, I say the Lakers. Oh, you don't think they make play in? You don't nah, think they suck too. Mm, they do. They suck pretty hard. Dude, they suck. They're awful. And uh poor LeBron's out here about to be the all time scorer. He can't his team is uh, sucking, you know, fat assholes. I don't I don't know. <laughs> They're tied with Portland right now in, in terms of standings, 23 and 25. That's terrible. And OKC is not just going to, like, bend over for him. Nope. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think the move of acquiring Rui necessarily moves the needle. I think it's a step in the right direction moving none for Rui. That's a pretty yeah. solid move. That was a good trade. Especially with all the guards they have. They're, they're pretty guard-heavy right now. So picking up a guy that can play a three or four, get you a bucket, that was that was a fantastic move on their part. Yeah, for real. For, for not a very high asking price. Bro, should we discuss the our fantasy league? Yeah, we can we can dive into the fantasy league a little bit. Or is that? I'm too, I'm uh... sitting uh, I'm sitting pretty good right now, ten and four, tied with every other top team. You're uh, sitting at nine and five. It's uh, I know it's been rough right. going a little bit with bi out. A bitch of a year, man. We got, you know, hella teams that are competing for top seats. Decent amount of money on the line here. Yeah. No, we got a, a healthy little pot going for whoever whoever's the top three. Next year, we got to get uh, Nick in this. Yeah. Hey, Nick, if you're listening, we miss you, man. We got to get you in this league. You better, fella. You know. It's a damn shame it's coming to, a, to an end here in about five weeks. Yeah, right. I mean, in a way, I'm glad because fucking A, this has been a one stressful year. But, you know, like I was pretty confident that I was going to make the playoffs around this time last year. But this time around, dude, I really think it's going to come down like the last game of the year. Nancy has been fantastic this year. There's been so many people that have really popped off. Yeah, which players Which players have surprised you the most Who's uh, over the whole year? We we talked about this a little bit in episode one, but the number one guy that I just didn't see coming was Markinen. Markinen yeah. he's an all-star guy, and he just – I guess he hasn't had the opportunity like he has this year. You think he'll keep doing it? If the opportunity's right. Like, what do you what do you think he'll do next year? You think he'll still be a top 10 player? Mm, top 20. Top 20? Yeah, I can see that. What do you think he'll get picked, though? Say in, like, a 14-team league, which uh, – you think he's still a first-rounder? No. I don't think somebody gambles on him in the first round. Really? Maybe nice. second, maybe third. It, at the latest, the third round. But that's that's like a really that's a steal if somebody gets him in the third round. Oh, he's sitting at thirteenth overall right now. People forget going into a season. I got Halliburton at twenty two this year, and at the end of last year, he was one of the top point guards. Hell of a pick. People forget. And if he wasn't hurt right now, he'd probably still be sitting in top five until. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, have you seen the form that Julius Randle's been in? No, I, I've seen a little bit. He's been looking no, good, but I haven't paid crazy. close attention. Are you ready for this? Let's hear it. Okay, these are just point totals as they went in, like, uh, order. 46 points against Washington. These are fantasy points. 46 and then 82 against Detroit, then 49 against Toronto, 
37 against Washington, but then 50 against Atlanta, 61 against Toronto, 65 against Cleveland, and 40 against Boston. I think that's happening right now. Yeah, he's got 40 against Boston right now. Oh, as we speak, he's got As 40. we speak, yeah, 26.6 rebounds, two assists. Oh, boy. In that 82-point game he had, he got 42 points and 15 rebounds. Yeah, he's he's been on a tear. Been scoring like a motherfucker. Yeah. It's uh, and he got scooped up pretty late in our draft. Yeah, he did. I think he was in the third round. I fucking wish I picked him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, he got picked at 43, fourth round. What a steal, dude. I know, Kyle. Fucking that dude. For those listener, listening at home, the person who has fucking Julius Randle also is just an insane team. Pretty stacked. In terms of draft capital, like you got Julius Randle at 46, that's a top 10 player. And then he has Sabonis that he got in the first pick of the second round, which is a steal. He got Sabonis at 15. Damn. And the same guy drafted Harden, but he foolishly traded Harden away. And now I've got him, baby. Yeah, right? Uh, it's how the cookie crumbles. That's the way the news goes. Like, you know, as. As uh, you and I know, we made a trade. I gave you Harden. You gave me a good old Lamelo Ball. Yeah, <laughs> that happened. Lamelo has been—he's <laughs> been good. He's been okay. He's got his ankles crushed. Once yeah. or twice. Well, I think we're—I think we're coming to a close here. Um, the last thing okay. I want to talk about. And we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, Lillard just dropped a 60 bomb, 60 real points. What is he still doing in Portland? You know, he's certainly not in it for the biddies. Not in it for the biddies. So, that being said, I I just don't know. One could say he's only doing it for the biddies, but he's not doing it for the hardware. I just don't see it. I heard someone tell me, I knew someone from Portland that said, like, it's, it's a very cozy town, but they don't really have a nightlife. Like, there's not very like a club scene or like a bar scene, really. Mm. It's not like lit, right? So I can't imagine he has too much fun out there, unless he likes doing mushroom candy bars <laughs> and like going on hikes and shit. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that likes to go out and club and party. He strikes me as someone that's a little of more. He does. Oh, wait, they all do. They got to. They make millions of dollars. So they're definitely hitting hitting up. What do you think they do in the free time? I think they golf. I think they no way. They make investments. I don't know. I think they make high dollar investments in their free time. I think they all do what James Harden does. Not everybody can do what James Harden does. Yes, they can. No, James Harden's a he's his own. Or Lemon Pepper Lou. They're all doing the Lemon Pepper Lou, dude. (laughs) I guarantee it. But that's the thing. That's the thing about Portland. There's nowhere to get lemon pepper, if you know what I mean. That's what I hear. Hey, just do the great Those lemon pepper wings that, that made Lou leave the bubble. <laughs> you know? They can't get them like that in Portland, apparently. You can't so, get lemon pepper in Portland. They just can't. So I don't know what he's doing. Maybe, I mean, he's waiting on a trade probably, but his contract's too fat. Like, who wants to tank? What do you think is going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? With a uh, dame. I think he's going to stay there his whole career and never win a fucking thing. Really? Yeah. 100%. I can it, see that. Worst, I can uh, see that. Best case, he finishes out his contract that he's on and joins a contender as a bench piece in Hell like yeah. four years. I could see That'd that. Be sick. That would be. Um, with all that said, uh, I, I'm just going to close out the episode because we're, we're approaching that hour mark. Um, it, to all our, our oh, new yeah, listeners, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate y'all. For everybody that's tuned in before, thank you for coming back. We love y'all too. Uh, it's been a great time hosting with my, my guest co-host here, Matt Daniel. Hoping to have you back on soon. Thank you for the beats, my man. It's, uh, it's, it's been great. Do you have anything you want to say to close it out? Uh, yep. Basketball is an incredible game. Uh, Indiana is an incredible state. The corn is incredible, and, you know, that's it. That's it. Shout out to Hoops. This has been Point and Pivot, Episode 3. Thank you all for tuning in. BMP, baby.
BNP, baby. Don't forget to like and subscribe.